You may or may not know this, but this episode is a huge milestone. It's my 50th episode. That's absolutely incredible for me to think about. Each lesson I share with you is deeply meaningful and personal to me. The fact that I've done so many already, well, I'm speechless, frankly. Even more so, I'm extremely grateful that you've been part of this journey. To honor this achievement for us both, I want to look ahead because the future is even brighter. And I'm not just talking about this show. I'm talking about the larger context of things. What do I mean? Well, let's find out, shall we? From Phil Speedtech comes a weekly digital series where he shares his insights, concepts, and findings learned during his 15-year journey of working in the entertainment industry. Each lesson offers you a roadmap to overcome the challenges that all artists face on the path to success. Welcome to Phil Speedtech Podcast. Hello and welcome. As you can already gather, I'm Phil Svitek, and my aim is to help creatives like you master mental fortitude because it takes way more than just skills, talent, and luck to succeed in the entertainment industry. In this episode, we're going to look at the world at large because while many people, especially in the media, whether it be the news, films, or TV shows, showcase a bleak outlook on life and humanity, but there's actually much to celebrate, and I want us, meaning you and me, to examine them. Before I kick things off though, allow me to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already done so. Doing so will alert you of new lessons that I post. Thank you if you just subscribe. All right, let's get going. I've talked about it before and I'm sure you've experienced something like this in maybe your own life or by observing it in someone else's, but negativity perpetuates negativity. It just does. I'm not saying if you have a negative thought here and there that it's cause for concern. However, If you're surrounding yourself with negative people or basking in your own crippling thoughts, well, let's just say it doesn't lead anywhere good. The reason this happens is because it's easier to be cynical, judgmental, and critical. Ever hear the phrase, told you that wouldn't work from someone in your life? Those words combine all three aspects of negativity into six simple syllables. But it is my desire, in fact, my plea with this episode to get us to stop. The world has many problems. I'm not denying that. Climate change, political unrest, profit over people, gender inequality, pay disparity, racism, deforestation, soil contamination, the worry of overpopulation, traffic, and so on. Having just listed those, I feel overwhelmed, and so I get why it may be hard to have a positive outlook on life sometimes. But here's what we must remember. Just look to history. Throughout history, humankind has accomplished wondrous feats. And I mean throughout all of history. And in general, when you look at, let's say, the last... 4,000 years, you can't help but realize how far we have actually come. Now, if you're on the fence about any of this, I highly, highly encourage you to check out Canadian philosopher Steven Pinker's book called Enlightenment Now, The Case for Reason, Science, Humanism, and Progress. Or at least check out his 20-minute TED Talk about that subject. I provide both links in the description below. When you really examine it, we have come a long way, but we're capable of so much more. We just have to come together in community and have honest discussion about the world's issues. Many of us, including myself at times, are just keyboard activists, which means we preach and spew certain aspects we'd like to see changed, but we don't do anything about it. Let's bow to stop that. Lynn Twist, the author of The Soul of Money, believes that modern society has poisoned us with lies. This is done through the various media I mentioned earlier. Take the lie of scarcity. Lynn says it's turned us from citizens, people who are responsible for the well-being of the community, the well-being of the state, to the well-being of the country and the world, 
to consumers. And yes, consumer has a valuable meaning, but it actually means he or she who takes, depletes, diminishes, or destroys. Really powerful quote, huh? So let's be citizens, shall we? Because when we all become citizens, the future is really fucking bright. Alternative energy sources like wind and solar exist and work. Cars don't need gas to be able to function, and medicine continues to advance in astronomical ways. But what if we all pushed in the same direction? Meaning, had the same mindset. Imagine how much progress we could make. One lie that exists in the world is the idea of overpopulation. We're not overpopulated. There's plenty of space even for the many billions of us on this planet. We don't need to escape to other planets to survive. What we must be careful of is resources. There's a great disparity over what's produced versus what's consumed. Most of the time, it turns out the biggest consumers produce the least. Again, this goes back to the very definition and sentiment of a consumer that Lynn Twist reminds us about. Cities have a bad reputation, at least I find, because of traffic and gas emissions, among other things. But cities can actually be a key to the above-mentioned problem. For starters, cities allow for millions of people to live in condensed areas. The change that's necessary, though, is to continue to elevate public transportation and utilization of resources, all of which is doable if people focus on it. In the world, there exists what's called forest cities. They are cities that are surrounded by beautiful wildlife and produce local vegetation that can be harvested for consumption. This is part of the key as I see it. Back in college, I worked on my, a professor's series called Garden Girl TV, where we taught urban sustainable living. The show taught viewers in urban environments how to produce 50% of their own food, even in small apartments. That's incredible, isn't it? Anything in life is truly possible, but we must make a conscious effort to move in the right direction. When I see large, high sections of cities with buy storage signs on top, it makes me very sad. We have so much crap that we can't even house it in our own living quarters. So instead of allowing housing for the many people that might need it, in fact, do need it, we use it to keep our own shit. Shit that we'll eventually just throw out because it's lost its value. It's disgusting, to be honest, especially when you consider concepts like upcycling, which is where you reuse discarded objects or material in such a way as to create a product of higher quality or value than the original. By this point, you might consider this episode more as my political views rather than providing you with creative tools. But the state of our world should matter to each and every one of us. Some people argue that the government should not get too involved while others think the government should help oversee and regulate parts of society. I'm not sure where I fall into this spectrum, but I will say this. I look at the government as a business. And for any business to attract the best employees, that business would want to highlight how well it's doing. And yes, that means in terms of profit, but also from an altruistic standpoint as well. For example, one of Google's aims is to deliver you the most recent and relevant results whenever you search for something online. But beyond that, in order for the best candidates to want to work there, the business would want to make a good offer by providing excellent healthcare, benefits, vacation time, salary, etc. Why aren't these types of qualities that governments want to brag about? I love America, don't get me wrong, but I often hear that we're the best. The best by what measure? I could be wrong, but I often hear us touted as the best because of our military might, not the other things. And yes, we help other countries around the world, and I think that's fantastic. But oftentimes we resort to violence versus peacekeeping. I think governments should want the least homelessness, a monetarily healthy middle class where the lower class is not that far off, 
Medicine shouldn't be used as a profiteering industry, but rather to help the sick because the overall health of others is more likely to keep you from getting sick as well. I say all this not because I have all the answers, but because I want us to stop and consider these things. Together, we do have the answers. In America, we're about a year away from the 2020 elections. Start keeping this in mind and doing your part. And I will too. We might not agree, but let's respect each other enough to listen. When we do, a third unforeseen solution might present itself. And that's what's really incredible. That's what we as a humanity are capable of and always have been based on history. Beyond that, what can you do on an individual level? Don't get overwhelmed. I'm not asking you to quit your life as a creative and go into the Peace Corps or something like that. I'm asking you to have awareness of the little things. Voting is one of those things. Buying local is another. Maybe consider gardening or at the very least, let's change the conversation to have farming be a more nobler profession that actually pays. The farmers we have in America, the non-corporate ones, are very nice and much needed, but a system and structure is required where they're not the minority, where there's an incentive for Gen Zers and future generations to want to farm, no different than how a child wants to be a film actor. I've included an article on five simple steps you can take, which are avoid using fossil fuels by carpooling or public transportation, consuming local foods, connecting with like-minded individuals, and trust me, there's plenty of them out there, reducing, recycling, reusing, thinking collective, and getting political. Now, even though I've just given you all the five steps, you should still check out the article because it directs you on how to do this in very easy, simple steps. Start with little everyday things and build momentum. I'm not asking you to save the world. For one, it doesn't need saving. It's a selfish idea to think that we as a humanity could kill the earth. We'll only cause our own extinction, but the earth will continue on without us. So instead, do the little things and collectively we'll make the earth a great place to live for everyone. Part of the little things is about self-care. You can't help anyone else if you're not taking care of you first and foremost. Part of that self-care is nurturing your artistic side. Whatever message you want to share with the world, give us what you got, truly. But always be reminded of your place in the world. There's a great quote by artist Andy Goldsworthy that goes, the world doesn't need me, but I do need it. I think that applies to each of us. So let's remember it and be excited by it because we have come a long way in art and society. Imagine what we'll be able to do tomorrow. Let's progress towards the good and stop the negativity. Thank you for listening to this episode. I know it's not a typical lesson of mine, but as my 50th episode, I felt it very important to discuss these uh, very real topics, which is why I've also provided many links to other platforms to help inform you. Now, I'm very curious to know your thoughts. Again, my goal was to spark discussion, and so please comment below. Uh, you're also welcome to let me know which lesson so far has resonated with you most. It means a lot that you share this journey with me. And if you're new to this series and haven't yet checked out all the lessons, I invite you to do so at your leisure. Below in the description are the various links to access those lessons as well as tons of free resources on my website. Lastly, a huge thank you to the people that helped make this episode financially possible. If you too would like to support the show, you can either head over to my Patreon page or support some of my merch. Or you can just tell a friend about this show. That would mean a lot as well. Thank you for tuning in. I'm at Phil Svitek on social media, and I'll see you next Wednesday with another one of my lessons. Bye.